0: Hey guys, Roy here, and you're listening to the Balanced Mail podcast series. Uh, This episode is sort of... I don't know what to title it. Let's just call it a nightly inspiration blast. (laughs) I don't know how long it's going to be or or where it's going to go for too much. I have minimal notes, but uh, it's mainly just for me to kind of get out something I've learned today uh, had a pretty big event a profound event that happened and i wanted to share it because uh, i feel like there were a couple lessons in there at least for me and uh, maybe for you um so today i was with my son uh it was my turn to to watch him uh this evening my wife uh my wife works a little bit later on these days, and so on on Mondays, it's, it's Jasper, Daddy time, and, uh, you know, it's pretty cool. You know, I get to come home from work, and we hang out, and, you know, I just kind of goof off, play around, I get him dinner ready, and then I get to put him down, and, and it's pretty cool. Um, but tonight, I had decided to play uh, the mandolin. I got this new mandolin from my wife for our anniversary. Um, it's a really cool mandolin. Um, for those of you that have been married for more than a few years, you've probably learned that each, each anniversary has a different theme. So I lucked out, and this theme was wood. So my wife got me this really cool mandolin. Um, and there's a long backstory behind it, but uh, I can share that on another date but I'm playing the mandolin and you know he's he's checking it out and it's cool and it's fun and um I had to stop playing the mandolin and I had to stop for a couple reasons um one because it was time for him to eat and uh two there were emotions coming up in me now um for those of you that have dealt with uh losing a loved one or something like that um, you know, I lost my father a couple years ago. You kind of something that I've learned and maybe you've learned this as well that uh emotions centered around the loss can come up <laughs> really out of nowhere at any time anywhere. So it started coming up. And uh it came up because my dad loved bluegrass such a huge fan of bluegrass, and not like the cool bluegrass like the kids in Brooklyn and the hipsters with their cool hats wear, I mean like old school, Ricky Skaggs, country, just, yeah, and so I kind of grew up listening to it, and uh, I found a love for it, um, So, I'm, but I'm playing the mandolin, and I'm feeling emotions, so I decided to kind of set it down, you know, not really ready for it. Uh, but then I decided to put on some music and I thought, what would the harm be playing uh some mandolin orange? Uh that's a cool band if you guys are listening. But if you are ever looking for new bands, but they're they're kinda I don't say they're bluegrass, they're Americana, but he plays a mandolin and has a cool sound. But anyway. Um There's this one song in particular that just comes on and, yeah, can't hold it back anymore. And here I am, crying. (laughs) Crying while my son is over at a table just staring at me, because he's only two and a half. And I'm crying, um, listening to this song, because it reminds me of my dad. And I miss him. And you know, it's a big moment. So I kind of decided at that moment to, to sort of, I just, you know, let, let the emotions come. I, I learned this a long time ago and I hope that people listening, if they're, if you're struggling with like the loss of a loved one, a father a wife or something like that, I think for me, I found that when emotions come up, the best thing that you can do is to just let them be there. Um, if you need to walk away or you need to be someplace private, you know it's good. But to not stuff them down, I think I'll get into that more the, the the stuffing that down here in a little bit. But you know when you know when you're stuffing down emotions, they don't go away really. They just build. And if you if you're not careful with it, they build and then you're reacting and. A way that you can't control and could be incredibly negative or hurtful to you, your life, or people around you. And so, I, I've I think i found a lot of success in just letting it be. And so I decided to let that be. I knew I couldn't walk away and hide from my son. He's he's eating and he needs me to be around. So so I I decide to sit down with him. And I'm you know I'm crying. I'm not. It's not in anything too uncontrollable, but but it's enough and and you know after a while you know he's eating and he and he's just looking at me and it's, you know it's pretty he just had this really really cool look in his eye just kind of watching me and looks and um he um he just uh, he just kind of stops eating and he looks at me and in his two year old language says what's wrong or, or no no he didn't say what's wrong this is what really got me he says why sad why sad and it's so cool when your kid like registers emotions and feels it and can can register that you're something when you're happy you smile when you're sad you're crying so he says why sad and so I just look at him and I said you know I had I could have just said I'm just feeling a lot But for some reason today, I just said, no, I I just, I I felt like I needed to tell him. So I said, you know, well, we're listening to this song. You hear the song that we're listening to? And he says, "Mm mm-hmm. And I said, well, this song is making me think of my dad. And he says, dad? And, you know, it's this. it's, it was a powerful moment because one, I realized that this is going to be a lot of conversations over the next few years. Um, cuz he doesn't know who my dad is and that's something that I've been wrestling with for a while and so that hits me in the moment you know my son doesn't know who my dad is i have to i essentially have to teach him you know i have to teach him who my dad was and that this man in a picture is his granddad and stuff like that and and i've wrestled with that a lot and that that's been something i'm carrying around with cuz it hurts and it's hard and it's all all the feelings, but anyway, so I say, yeah, it's, it's daddy's dad, and he, he he repeats daddy's dad, and I said, you know, mommy's, mommy's dad, and I tell, you know, he's called Ompa, and so I say Ompa, and he kind of understands, but I, I run out, and I grab this picture of him, and I show it to him, and, you know, this, and I say, this is, this is daddy's dad, and, um, you know, I say, he's not around anymore, I say that that he died before you were born. And I don't know if he registered death. I don't know if he registers that. But I don't feel like I want to shy away from from that. I feel pretty strongly just just saying, yeah, he died before you were born. Being honest with my kid. Even if it kind of goes over his head a little bit. But I say, yeah, he died. He's not around. And I miss him. And then he kind of says, hmm. And then looks out the window and sees a bird and then he eats some more. And so, so I walk away and um <laughs> I just fucking love how kids are sometimes. <laughs> just just he saw a bird and he's like, okay, bird. All right. We're done with this talk. Okay. <laughs> and so anyway, so I go and I, I I put I put the picture on the fridge and just the thought of what I just told my son and talking about him makes it, like, even worse, <laughs> like, even more, and here comes more tears, like, guys, I'm, like, literally for, like, 20 minutes, here I am, this, this, just kind of inconsolable, just stirred up everything, I told my wife, I think I hid a pocket in my emotions, some kind of, like, hidden pocket that had been stored up from whiles ago, and just needed to be let out, because, I mean, it was just, it was a lot of crying, and, you know I, I then again i just i said i let the feelings be there um i didn't try to make them go away or make it work or anything i just let them be there and so um it kind of went away after a little bit and i just went back over to sit down um next to him again one because he's eating and i just kind of i didn't want to I don't know if he was confused or something, but I just felt like I needed to be kind of next to him at this moment. So I'm there, and I'm kind of calming back down, and um, he looks at me, and he just says, need hug. (laughs) Need hug. (laughs) So First off, he's never said that to me before. He said he's wanted a hug, but he looks at me, And I could tell the tone that he asked me if I needed a hug. And I was like, what the fuck? And I said, yes, Jasper, daddy needs a hug. And I pick him up. And and usually we're the ones squeezing him, but... This time, he's actually, like, he's squeezing me in in a way to, like, to console me. And so then, of course, as anyone would do, I don't think anyone I know that that has, unless you have a heart of stone, would not just melt this whole time during this. I'm melting and crying, and he's pat, he's squeezing and patting me and and doing this, and it's like, you know, and, and I'm just, I'm crying, and, and so just amazed at this moment and i'm rubbing his back and saying i love you and and then he's he's saying i love you daddy and and then after a minute or two you know he's he says down and you know i let him go and then i'm 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 good and, and and he just says dinosaurs and so we go play with dinosaurs for the next 15 minutes before he goes down for for bed Um, (laughs) and, and so I'm sitting there and, and I'm like, this is, this is a, this is a profound moment in my life. This is a moment that one, I needed to document and two showed a lot of things to me. And I, I think I just wanted to share it because I, I think that there's a couple things that I want to share with y'all about emotions and, and life and and maybe fatherhood, all of this. But, um, but you know, emotions and, and men have been, and fathers and men have been something I've been studying a lot these last few months and kind of working on some things. Um, I thought I was going to do an episode on, on men and their emotion, and I realized I was that was a topic that's just huge, um, so huge, and um, I started reading this book, Raising Cain. Uh, it's about, you know, helping boys survive their emotional emotional health of boys, and anyway, I digress, but, but basically I say all that to say that I kind of realize that, that this is going to be not just one, but, but two, three, four, maybe five or six episodes because there's a lot of stuff that I'm seeing and learning and anyway um so the moment was profound emotions have been on my mind but but it was profound one because I was vulnerable and showed my emotions to my son now whether or not he remembers this today um I showed my emotions I cried in front of him in a healthy, uh, pro- healthy way. I don't want to say good way because I don't think there's really good ways or bad ways. I think there's healthy and unhealthy ways, or productive or unproductive ways to show emotions. But I showed him my emotions, and that's been something that I think has been on my heart for a long time. And I've said this a couple times before, but but and to people and on the podcast and things. But my father was the first one. That I think first person I really remember crying. Yeah. He was the first one I remember crying. And I've told a story before about he was watching Mr. Holland's Opus or whatever. But anyway, but I, I talk about the power, the power in my father showing emotions. And you know because as as men, you know, we're not we're not really It's not really accepted for us to show our emotions, I think. (laughs) I'm thinking about Ron Swanson on Parks and Rec, where where he says there's two places where it's appropriate to cry, funerals in the Grand Canyon. (laughs) That's it. And I think that's kind of our, our, our expectations when it comes to our emotions or feelings or whatever. We don't show them. Don't show them. Girls show them. Little kids show them. But at a certain point in your life, stop showing your emotions. And you can say it's not true, but but it is. I think it's it's changing a little bit, but it's still pretty hard or still pretty real. And so, you know, when, when my dad showed me, when I was see, saw my dad show his emotions, that told me that in turn it's okay for me to show my emotions. And I want that for my son. And I think fathers, we should want that for our sons as well because men who can show their emotions and express their emotions in healthy productive ways are strong men. And men that can show their emotions and handle their emotions in these healthy ways are what's needed right now. And I think little boys need to see that and little girls need to see that. I think everyone, yeah, everyone needs to see it, but but I think kids need to see it because there's power in kids seeing adults doing things they, they see everything that we do they will mimic everything that we do and my and and i will be damned if my son grows up thinking that it's not okay to cry and it's not okay to show your emotions or to feel things sometimes even in the weirdest fucking times you feel it now it's not always going to be easy like I was lucky today in the time that I had space and and time to process this and sometimes there might be you know I might need to have to talk to him about taking a deep breath let's take a walk we'll go somewhere like things like that helping him with that process but but we need to show our emotions and it's important so I don't know if he's going to remember it maybe he will maybe he not but I know that there'll be other times that I'm going to show my emotions, and it's very much on the forefront of my mind to help him see to see that to see men showing a man showing his emotions, and it might not seem like a big deal to a lot of people, but I really do feel like it's a big deal. Uh, I'm I'm very strong in that belief that there is a lack that comes to growing up as a man and we're told not to feel and we're told that we, we actually don't feel as much as girls or women and i think that that's wrong i think we feel as much maybe if not more we're just not taught how to effectively do it we're not taught what to do when we're feeling things you know and and, and in this moment, you know, in the future moments, I can talk about this time with my son. You know, I ha- I was sitting here and I was feeling sad about my my, my dad. And I sat here and you saw it and, and I cried and I let it go and I let it out and, and then had a hug and then went on to play with dinosaurs. And, you know, and I didn't hit and I didn't throw things and I didn't stuff it down and I didn't do that, do those things that stop us from feeling i did things to help us feel and feel more and feel through whatever it is we needed to feel so that was the one thing that i thought was profound about it and the second thing i just thought it was really cool to watch a kid inherently or innately reach out to another human and want to help them, you know, and, and, and it just shows that, like, there is something within us innately that we see someone hurting, we see someone pain, it's, like, the first thing we want to do is to respond, and I think that, We have to foster that in kids more than stop it. Um, and I mean, I've seen it before. you know, we talk all this time there's there's all sorts of books and and stories about you know learned behavior in children, and I just it just was like something that like i didn't but I, like I didn't teach him to, to reach out and hug someone, you know, I just, I just was feeling sad. And, and he's in some way in his brain, somewhere he saw connected the dots and said, someone's sad, they need hug. And I'm thinking about how as adults, we lose that. We are we let that f- innate feeling kind of quiet down, we, or we, we make we quiet it down. And I think that the more and more I see him, the more and more I work with kids, the more and more I see that we have to find ways to reconnect with that innate ability inside us that reaches out for people in need and who are sad and who are hurt and who are feeling and instead of walking away or making excuses just reach out because we're more connected than we think and you can say that we don't want to do this but i think there's something that nags at us every time we see someone on the side of the road that's homeless or someone's sad or we watch a tv show and you're crying after some sad moment in in the movie or the show or whatever you're watching it's there in us but we quiet it down and then we quiet it down in the kids that we interact with maybe our our kids or or teachers we quiet it down in the students but But I'm not talking about this silly, like, we just need to be kind to everyone. This nice, cute little thing, words we put on a shirt. I'm talking about, like, real heartfelt connection and reaching out. Like, we need more of that nowadays. We need more people reconnecting with that pardon us that's there when we're a kid that has empathy and that has compassion and that looks at people as more than just someone who thinks differently than I do or looks differently than I do or doesn't believe exactly the th- the same things that we believe but looks across and sees a person. And it was it watching him Reach out to me. I don't know. Cut it, cut me in a way that just makes me feel like I just want to yell it from the rooftops and say, We have a fucking problem when we can't see people for people, and that we see people as, as. Their beliefs, or their the their lack of beliefs, or their lack of 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 faith in the way that you have your faith, or the color of their skin, or or whatever. So I hope that (laughs) I'm ranting now. So if you're still listening, thank you. And I'm I'm kind of wrapping it up here. I just kind of wanted to get these things out, but I think that. I think it it is a moment in our in our world that connectivity and and reaching out is is needed. And it was a cool fucking thing to feel and to witness. And my hope is that for me I can remember this. Cuz I'm not perfect in this and I do the exact same thing that y'all do when there's a homeless man on the road and I roll up my window or someone's on social media that I know and they're talking about something that I think is bullshit and I forget who they are and I forget that you know that was a little girl one time reaching out for their kid reaching out for their parents or sharing a toy with someone or you know it's like what Joe Rogan's saying, he says he just started noticing when he had a kid that that people aren't just people, that they all started out as babies, and that changed the, the way he looked at people. And so I don't know if that fits here, but anyway, I need to wrap it up. Um, but yeah, who knew that on a Monday evening, I would have this profound moment. I hope that a moment that showed me the power in showing my emotions and the power of reaching out to people when they need it. I hope that that you all can, can have open minds and open hearts to those moments and not let them just go. So I'll leave you with that. Thanks for listening. Thank you for always listening. This is the um, the 26th thing I've posted on this podcast series. It's pretty cool, and uh, it's been doing it for three years, which is bananas to think. So, thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Take care. Be excellent to each other, and y'all have a great night.